Hey there, this is Lynn from ShutterbugLife.com, and in this podcast episode, I'm actually going to play uh, a replay of an, an episode I did uh, maybe five or six years ago, and I'm doing this because it's timely. Um, this is called How to Prepare for a Photo Walk. I did it the last one, well, not the last time, but I think in 2015 or 2016 when Scott Kelby held his worldwide photo walk day, I created this episode just to help people who might be coming in the photo walk. Well, I'm leading one again this year. And so, hey, it's a good time to resurrect it, dust it off and uh, listen, because everything here is still good information. So here we go. How to prepare for a photo walk. All right, so today we are talking about uh, preparing for a photo walk. And I think this is important, of course, as I said before, because now we're seeing more and more people starting to come out and get involved in photo walks. And even when I did my photo tours, right before we started, I'd always get questions from people asking what they should pack and what they should bring or, or how they should prepare. And so I figured... You know, this can be just a resource, a standalone resource, um, not just for this weekend, but for any other time you might be doing something like this. Okay. So how you prepare for a photo walk. The first thing you'd want to do, and, and I think it's probably one of the more important things is you want to pack lights. This is one of the big mistakes I see people make. They show up for photo walks or for photo tours and they're just weighed down with camera bodies and, and tripods and flashes and three bags and all kinds of stuff. And one of the things you'll find is that we we spend a lot of time walking and moving around. And while that stuff might feel okay when you start, you know, an hour or two plus into the photo walk, it, it'll start to weigh on you, literally. And so you want to pack light for these things and just bring the essentials. And for that, I say, you know, one camera should be fine. One camera. I know some of us like to take around two camera bodies just so you have some, not just backup, but also um, a wider range of coverage. You will have one with a shorter focal length and one with a longer focal length, and you can swap between the two. That that will get heavy really quickly. One foot, one camera should be fine, and 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 likewise, just one lens ought to be ought to be fine too because you don't want to be swapping lenses too many times throughout your photo tour because not only will it might will it lead to you possibly missing a shot but you know having the lens open so much will make it easy for dust to get in and get in your sensor it's just it's just better not to be swapping back and forth if you don't have to. Now, of course, there are times you may, you know, want to or have to be to get just the right shot, but we try and keep that to a minimum. Most people get by, I think, with just a, a medium zoom lens. By that, I mean, you know, the 24 to 70 or the 24 to 85, 24 to 105, depending on, you know, which brand of camera you have. Anything in that range should be good enough and should serve you well. Now, I'm assuming that you can get fairly close to whatever you're shooting so that this, this, uh, focal length will be good enough for you. And, and this usually works if you're in a city area. 
But let's say you're out and you're doing a, a photo walk in nature somewhere. You might need a longer lens to, to get uh, some of the animals that will be further away, farther away from you. And so, you know, keep that in mind. It depends on what you're shooting. But generally speaking, for a city-based photo walk, one of those medium zooms should be just fine. Or you could just do a fixed focal length. I like to do that a lot um, just to get one of my prime fixed focal lengths. And, and, and this just means a lens without a zoom on it. So that means you zoom with your feet. You move back and forth, whether you have the 50 or the 85 or, or something wider on your camera. It's, or oh, the 35 is another popular one. It's good because it, um, it, it forces you to see very differently in a, in a different, more creative way. I find anyway. So, um, and so, the, the lenses you might look for are going to be a medium zoom or a fixed focal length or what we'd like to call a fast prime. Um, of course, but by the same token, if you're just carrying a few things, you don't need the big old bag that you typically, um, you typically might carry if you're taking everything with you. You want to dress accordingly because you're going to be, again, walking a lot. So I can't stress enough comfortable shoes, loose, comfortable clothing that you don't mind getting dirty because sometimes, you know, to get the shot, you're going to have to, you're going to have to get low or get on the ground or, you know, get in some really awkward, uncomfortable position. And naturally you'll be happy to do that to get the good shot, right? Of course. So just remember to dress accordingly so that you're not worried about getting your fancy white clothes dirty um, on a photo walk. Okay. So pack lightly is the first tip for today. And the next one is you want to be safe. And boy, I almost thought about making this one first, but safety is going to be key. And and you want to, you know, be smart about the way you go about your photo walk so that you don't put yourself at risk or in harm's way. The first thing I'd say is, is to not, <clears throat> is to, is to not advertise your expensive gear. And, and by that, you know, one of the more obvious ways this happens is, you know, Nikon and Canon and all the other manufacturers, they like to write the model name of the camera on that strap that goes around your neck. Now, they do it because that's good advertising and marketing for them, but it also alerts anybody who might, you know, be up to no good exactly how much money you have hanging from your neck. And so for that reason, I almost never use that that strap with the name of the camera on it. I just I just think it calls too much attention to the camera and... um and and the value of what you might have hanging around your neck. So so don't advertise the expensive gear. By the same token, I, that's what I talked about. You know, walking around in places you're not too familiar with, w- with two cameras hanging from your neck, again advertises that you have a lot of uh, money hanging around your neck and on your back. Um, so be safe, keep your, keep things where you can see them and keep your hands, you know, pretty close, you know, on them. And, and so sometimes you, you know, I see people, you can have it on your back and then your, your, your bag is open. So you, you, you want to keep it, keep it, you know, under your arm or somewhere. If you're walking around, keep the camera so that you have, have your hands on it at, at almost all times. There was a scene in 
There's the Will Smith had a movie that came out, I think, earlier this year or last year called Focus, one where he was a a pickpocketer or a con man. And there was this one scene, they were in New Orleans on Bourbon Street, and they they picked this guy's lens off of his DSLR. And it, oh, it just gave me the willies looking at it, how easily, I never thought about how easily that could be done. I, I found a clip on it uh, on YouTube. I'll, I'll put that on the show notes. But y- you know, you want to you want to keep your and you know, a lot of people saw that movie, and so I'm sure some people got ideas. But it just goes to show you want to always be careful when you're out in public with your gear, and uh, that's part of being safe. The other thing is. Um, you, you want to know your surroundings. You want to sort of study a map before you go somewhere and sort of have an idea what's around you and where you are. In the Army, we call this situational awareness. You want to know where you are and where where everything is around you. And then more importantly, when you're there, you want to know you want to keep your eyes open and and know what's around you at all times. You want to be aware of the people who are going by you and and who who's in the area. You want to always you always want to know where you are and what's going on. You don't want to be so focused on your camera or on your scene or your subject that you aren't paying attention to what's going on around you. This is basic stuff, but you'd be surprised how many people get excited and stop paying attention. And that just, um, you know, that, that doesn't end well a lot of times. So you want to, you know, want to keep, know your surroundings, keep aware of what's going around. You might do a pick a buddy. Uh, that's always something that I would suggest, you know, in informal photo walks. And this is something we would do also in the military. You would have at least one person who you have, you know, quote unquote, buddied up with. And you guys are just responsible for keeping your eyes on each other so that if the group gets separated, at least everyone has someone who's accountable for them and for whom you are accountable. And so, you know, that's just sort of helpful just to make sure we don't miss anybody or, or lose anyone along the way. So, you know, pick a buddy or if there's an, an, an odd number, maybe three of you could buddy up. It doesn't matter, but just, uh, it's just a good safety tool to use. And then the other thing is if you are going off to shoot somewhere and you don't have a buddy, let somebody know where you're going. You know, it, it's, it's the kind of thing where I know, I know a lot of times we, we just sort of wander off and we start following something that might interest us. And so many times people don't tell anyone and, and so someone just disappears and we don't know if we should go looking for you or if you're fine or what. So it'd be good if you were going somewhere, you could either tell your buddy or just tell someone in the group, hey, I, I, I'm going to go check out over here so that somebody knows. And when you suddenly disappear, we know that, you know, where you are and we don't have to worry or go looking for you. And I know we're all grown ups, but we still want to be our brother's keepers on 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 these events and outings. Okay. So pick a buddy, or if you plan to, to, to splinter off somewhere, just to let someone know you where you're going. So, and if you plan on coming back, or if you are just, you know, going to finish off the day by yourself, of course, if you plan on coming back, then that's a good thing um, for, to let someone know so that we can be on the lookout for you. 
And then the other thing you can do, so like in Meetup on the app, you can post comments. So you can always, you know, post a comment that says, you know, had enough fun for the day, I'm going home. So that anyone who's sort of looking there can can see that, oh, okay, someone has checked out. Right. So that's just good safety, you know, safe, safety precautions, safety tools. Next is be social. And the point of, of the photo walk is not just to take pictures, but also to, to be social. And I remember when we, when we started our meetup groups, I would be surprised at how many of us, and I say us, we'd, we'd get to these events and we would just all go off on our own and start shooting. And so you would have a group of people shooting individually. And, and that, of course, defeats the purpose. You'll find if you come in a photo walk with me, I try to make a point of of connecting with everyone who is there and saying hello and getting to know everyone who's there because, you know, that's the point of the whole thing to, to be social. And so I, I would challenge you on your photo walk to try and meet someone new. And, and the easiest way to do that is just to help someone who knows less than you. And so it's that simple. You see someone who might be struggling, who needs some help, you know, Give someone else a hand, you know, let the karma flow through the group. I always say help someone who knows less than you, learn someone from someone who knows more than you. And these things are not just fun, but educational, educational as well. Take your business cards or just a way to, you know, if you find someone to meet who you want to keep up with or you want to see their the photos they post on their blog or wherever, you can easily share that and go, here's where my pictures will be or here's how you contact me. Um, I think it's always uh, fun if we could keep the conversations and keep the the relationship building going beyond just, you know, that photo walk. I, I know in a meetup group, we've made so many friends and so many of us um, continue to meet up outside of the, the official photo walks because we, we, we are connecting with other kindred spirits and people with whom we, we generally have some lots in common. And so bring your business cards or ways to either share more about you or find out more about someone you might be interested in. Um, I'd say part of being social is talking about more than gear. Okay. So many people come out and they only want to pepper you with questions about your cameras and lenses. And really the, that's boring. I, yeah, I'm going to say it. It's, it's boring after a while to keep talking about the gear. Talk up some about what you create and what you look for and about your creative process or better yet ask questions and learn from someone else who also creates, and you find that uh, the conversation might take on a more interesting dynamic, okay? So that's uh, part of being social. And then the last one I just threw in, don't embarrass, don't be embarrassed to take selfies. You know, we always try and take a group photo before we begin, but as photographers, we never really do the selfie thing. I think for many of us, we feel it's like it's a little beneath us. But I, I started thinking about this because I'm doing this selfie challenge now on Facebook, and I've never seen so many photographers do selfies before. It's kind of it's fun to see everyone doing these selfies. You know, the fun thing about funny thing about us is we're always on the other side of the camera, so we never really see ourselves um, as much as everyone else who might be into the selfie thing. We're pointing the camera at other things, so. So let's, you know, don't be afraid to stop and take some selfies and capture some of the the fun and the energy 
of the day and remind yourself of the, some of the fun things you did while you were out on the photo walk. Okay. All right. So the next tip is pick a theme or experiment. And the reason I, cho- I, I added this one is because very often when you're out walking around, there can be so much going on that, and I talk about this a lot of my photo tours, it's, it's easy to get overwhelmed by all going, all that's going on and say, I didn't see anything. And the easiest, easiest way to avoid that is to pick one theme or one story idea that you're going to work for the day, at least to get you focused, uh, to get you shooting. I think once you start shooting, then it, 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 you know, opens up their creativity more and you start to see more and you find more. But just to get going, you might say, I'm only going to shoot purple. I'm only going to shoot shadows. I'm only going to shoot reflections or history or whatever it is. If you need ideas, look at the episode from 51 uh, Red Circles and 51 other photo um, project ideas. You can pick any one of those and you should be fine. So pick a theme and then, or just pick a technique that you want to work on and maybe pick someone else in the group who might be interested in the same thing and you guys can work on it together. But it's a good time to really just experiment because you have other people who can sort of can work with you. And that sometimes makes it easier to, to be creative. The next tip is know your rights. And this is, you know, revisits an earlier episode we did with Bert Crages the second, and he he wrote the very uh, popular uh, the photographer's right document, and I I have not only a copy of it on the episode which I'll link to on this episode, but I, I interviewed him to get um, some more detail on that. But generally speaking, if you're in the United States, if you're on public property, you have the right to photograph anything you want. And uh, you can photograph people, you can photograph property, as long as you're on public property and these things are visible to you. In most cases, they have no expectation of privacy. And so you're free to photograph anyone or any or, or anything in public and then the the law just says you can't use them for commercial gain so I, I can't use them to commercially promote a business or anything like that but if I'm just using it for my own personal use then 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 that's fine so know your rights and because sometimes you may be challenged by someone who might approach you and say you're not allowed to photograph and um demand that you delete it. And of course, no one can force you to delete anything and no one can touch your camera because that's an assault on you, your person. Okay. So know, know, know your rights and know that if you are not on public property, then the, then the owner of the property has the right to ask you to stop photographing. And you should of course comply because now you are on their turf and you should play by their rules. So know your rights is that tip. And the next one after that is mind your manners. So as a good follow along to know your rights is mind your manners. And the old saying from my, one of my drill sergeants in, in the army was just because you can doesn't mean you should. And so because you are, you are allowed to photograph anything or anyone from from your public place doesn't mean you should 
you know, we're not doing anything in most of these photo walks that, that is of any, you know, vital importance. So I say respect the wishes of your public. If you're on a photo walk, you know, we don't want to get labeled as a group of jerks or, or people who are harassing or annoying people. So if someone wishes not to be photographed, don't photograph them. You don't have to. And if you don't have to, there's, you have no benefit from doing that, uh, in this kind of a situation. Uh, the pleases and thank yous will get you a long way. Um, and most times if someone asks you what you're photographing or why, as long as you explain it to them, most people I found will be okay. As long as we know that, as long as they know the why, they're usually okay. Hey, why did you happen to take my picture? Oh, we're just having fun. We're on a big photo walk with a lot of other photographers and we're taking interesting looking things. You'll find that will get you through most of, you know, most of the inquiries. Most people are just curious and that'll get you through it. And, and for those who don't, then of course, uh, if they're uncomfortable, then, um, again, just, uh, respect their wishes. Um, arrive on time is also under the mind your manners tip. So many times, you know, people will end up late and then they become frustrated because they can't find the group. And f so for the best oper for the best experience, you know, be respectful of everyone who's arriving on time and you try and get there a little early too, so that the whole group can leave together fairly soon after the posted time for departure. Because, you know, it's only fair to the people who got there in times so that they shouldn't have to wait 20, 30 minutes for someone who's running late. If you know you can't, then of course, you if you know the route they're going, then try and catch up with the group somewhere along the way. But um, don't don't ask them to wait 20 minutes for you because you are running late. That's not fair. Uh, so that's undermine your manners. And then I talked about teaching someone who knows less than you and then asking for help from someone who knows more than you. But don't expect someone who you don't know or a friend to spend the entire photo walk teaching you because that that's not fair to them because they came to shoot and have fun too. I've seen people who just followed one person around and just pepper them with questions. And basically they're asking for a, a, a workshop from someone who is just there to have fun. So that's not fair to them. You know, I, I think Karma says you can ask if you, you can ask, you can offer help, you can get help. And that really makes the group, uh, I think, fun and makes it so that it's not just a fun, a fun experience, but also something where we all learn. But, you know, within boundaries, because we know that the other persons also want to have fun shooting because that's why they are there too. Um, and then remember the golden rule, I think is the easy way to, to, um, uh, to remember that. Okay. So the, the, those are just some tips for you. Remember you want to pack lights. You want to be safe. You want to be social. You want to pick a theme and experiment and be creative. You want to know your rights and you want to mind your manners. And if you do all this, I think you can have a really fun photo walk where you have a lot of great experiences. Now, in, after most many photo walks, there'll be a, a location where all the attendees can post their images so that you can see what everyone else, uh, captured. 
I think that it's one of the fun things about being in a photo walk or a photo meetup too, is to see what the people standing next to you um, captured. Sometimes you'd be surprised what someone else saw when you were right next to them. So, you know, look for places where you can all share your images together and you see what you all did. All right. So that's it um, for today. I hope some of those will be helpful for you as you, uh, start thinking about and planning your next photo walk. And I hope the, it helps you um, have a good time. Well, thanks again for listening. And I hope to see you out on a photo walk. If you happen to join me on the Worldwide Photo Walk or, or any other photo walk and you've heard this episode, let me know. Tell me, um, tell me that you heard this episode and let me know whether or not it was helpful for you. All right, that's it. Oh, by the way, Remember, if you are wondering which lens you should get next, I do have a free resource, The Ultimate Guide to Camera Lenses. You get it at lenses.shutterbuglife.com. You can go there and download it for free. All right. Enjoy your photo walk. Have a great weekend. Take care.